Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. I don't want to say it. Doesn't the iPad still have a delete button? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Does your iPhone have a delete button? Is it like a backspace or is it actually delete? Do the same keypad? Yeah. So. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And back on the show, Tired Iron, George Baker. Hey, guys. Hey. hey, George. This is episode 190, Catching Up with Tired Iron. Wow, 190. 190? Damn that just means we're 10 episodes from 200. What are we going to do? <laughs> that means I missed like 90 shows because I only remember doing about 100 of them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, for some reason, I remember editing like 193 shows. It's, mm-hmm. it's giving me anxiety trying to figure out what to do for 200. It's like I know. It just keeps getting oh. closer and closer. I know. Oh, yeah. boy. 10 episodes. What is that? That's uh, two and a half Say months, right? Mm-hmm. Oof. All right. So let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Why don't Do you guys go, go for well, Yeah, why don't you guys go first, and then uh, I'll go in with George, because we were together over the weekend. All right. Okay. Want me to go yeah. first? In traditional fashion? Fashion? Yeah, you fashion. always go first. Um, dude, I had a great weekend. The weather was very cooperative it was like 70 something degrees and gorgeous weather Mm -hmm. and i flew on saturday with steve and uh, like the whole east coast crew up at the rc rcc club ed johnson and greg barbudo's club Mm -hmm. i say thanks greg for the putting on the the uh fun fly kind of you know spontaneous fun fly that it was but Mm -hmm. uh it was great it was great to see everybody mcclellan's were up there and you know, uh, Ed Ed couldn't make it, but Greg was there, and I saw Al yeah. Talone. I saw you know just um, the whole crew. Man, got to meet some new guys that I haven't yeah. really hung out with uh, before. But uh, yeah, it was cool, man. Flew the freaking six ninety. I had a lot of fun flying that. I mean, it was a bit windy all day long. There was a constant wind, but still, that wasn't man, too bad though. It was it was cool. Yeah, it was good. Uh, flew six ninety. Like I flew all the helis at least three times, man. I was just doing a lot of flights yeah 690 flew great the glogo flew great oxy 4 i don't even remember flying that but i know i flew it at least three times mm-hmm. and uh the 550 was flying really good the logo flight 550 and oh speaking of that i saw bill and i you know i was very grateful that he you know hooked me up with the website to get that replacement tailpiece so as soon as i saw him i was like hey bill and he was like hey asshole Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Is that what we're doing? So, now, nah, uh, thanks again, Bill. I, I told him, you know, uh, it was good to see him. And then I told him to get lost. But, um, yeah, I had a great time, man. Uh, then what did I start doing? I really didn't do much uh, on Sunday. I started printing out this small micro FPV tank from Thingiverse. And uh, it's about the size of a pack of playing cards. Oh, wow. uh, it's a little higher, but it uses two servos that I had to take apart. I got tons of these $2 servos laying around mm-hmm. from the FP, uh, the flight test days. And so, you know, you have to make them continuous rotation, which I've never done. Yeah. You know, How you, was that? You follow a little 
you know, tutorial on YouTube. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, the only thing you have to do really is you have to take servo apart, obviously. You have to drill out the two gears that sit on the, the potentiometer. Um, because that's what's telling, that's kind of giving feedback to the board telling the servo where it is. Uh, and I guess you fool it in a way, but you take all the, you take all the gears out and what you do is you see or I was using, um, some, uh, five minute epoxy. You get, you hook it up to something, you get it centered and you just use like a pair of needle nose to get that potentiometer centered to where the gear itself stops moving. And then, yeah. you know, you, you glue it down. You let that dry, you put the gears back in, and you have to drill out the two that ride on the potentiometer. And that's really it. Uh, there's a few other ways to do it, but I found that that was the easiest way for me to do it. Okay. And, yeah, and I I messed around with, like, four of them or something, you know, and just took, tore them apart and, and did it. And uh, we'll see what, what how this tank's going to be. It's it's pretty, uh, it's pretty funny. And I, I ordered some bearings and... I got some bolts and just odds and ends and stuff. The hardest part is to find a receiver that fits. Like you almost have to find something that's like the size of a postage stamp. And I have no idea where the battery's going to go. The battery I'm thinking is going to be maybe <laughs> underneath somewhere. I have no idea. You'll have to build a trailer that the tank can pull. That'll have the <laughs> yeah, battery right. On. The battery on. There you go. <laughs> no, I was thinking about going into the 3D program and actually just extending the the, the side down because it's got like a a base where the servos where the servos are, mm-hmm. and then it's got like a cap that goes over the top where the hole is for the FPV and all your guts and all that. And I was thinking about just making that a little bit larger so I can fit a battery inside. But I think I think the the plan is to put like a I don't know two cell in there or one. Cell. I don't think a a single cell will. Well, that would work. I don't know. I there's really not a whole lot of instructions in the on the Thingiverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd be worried about using a two cell because then you're overdriving the servo. That's what I was just about to say. I don't 8. think those volts or 7.2. servos can handle that voltage. Yes, you'll short them right out. Unless you maybe try a life pack. That, well, you no, that might work. You're going through a receiver though. Like you're yeah, plugging them into but the receiver cool. doesn't doesn't you know what do you call it? break down the, the, yeah, the voltage. voltage. It'll just steal the voltage. The voltage. Oh, I the see bus, what you guys are on, saying. On yeah, because you don't yeah. have a ESC in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or use um, a configurable BEC, like one of those small little hobby wing BECs or something, and you can just step them down to five yeah. volts. Yeah. That's yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there for in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. To be honest, <laughs> you could probably stick a little um, like three cell nickel metal hydride or something and drive it around yeah it's not going to take a lot of power i don't imagine no not at all no i mean i'd probably just try one cell to start with you know yeah yeah one They're cell like easiest thing. Mm-hmm. yeah because that fully charges 4.2 right so mm-hmm. that'll be close to the five volt you know that that the servo's expecting so give it a shot yeah and that's really uh Oh, I've been doing. I've been doing some simming too. Been enjoying simming a little bit more. Kind of feeling very comfortable flying the helicopters, even though I'm doing the same four stupid things. Um, but I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm joking around. But uh, dang, you can do feeling, four things. Yeah, <laughs> pretty advanced. But dude, yeah. no, I'm, I'm definitely feeling more comfortable flying. Uh, I, I think it's because uh, for a while there, I was trying to do something in the sim and then trying to to perfect it 
you know, every weekend. And I was, I think I was just trying too hard, you know, trying to put on a show every time I was flying. And it's like, I'm just going out there and flying. I'm just going to have some fun, you know, just yeah. cool around. Mm-hmm. And I've really been, really been enjoying flying. And plus, like Steve, you were saying, you know, the, uh, the helis are flying good. So that too, that adds to it where you're not getting frustrated and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. So, so Steve, you want to go next? Yeah. Which is funny because it's like waves. Like I was really enjoying flying when you're not. And now I'm like, fuck, everything is crashing. But yeah, I flew on Saturday. I, it was great to see everyone. Uh, Drew yeah. that came over. Oh, that's right. Yep. You know, Drew Robinson. Just, there was just a whole bunch of things. Victor I haven't seen in like forever. Um, it's good to hang out with Kevin and Edmund. Those guys are hilarious. Dave, my own. My own. Um, just a whole bunch of folks. It was great. Um, definitely was felt like a little fun flyish. Like we had all our pop up set up and table set up and it was just cool. Like it was, was kind of like Tent City at, you know, at the, the field there. Yeah. Um, I flew to Black Thunder and the Black Nitro. Basically only brought 700s out. Um, I flew to Kraken a couple of times. Well, one time. Um, the Black Nitro, I got basically two flights in and I was like, oh crap, I ran out of nitro. So the engine's for the most part pretty broken in. Still needs to do, you know, maybe about two or three more flights and then I can start really kind of tuning on it a little and get leaning it out. Um the Black Thunder, I don't know what happened. I was doing something and it got far out there and next thing you know I'm just like, I can't see it. <laughs> I can't tell which way it's facing. Do I go right? Nope, that's not right. Do I go left? Oh, nope, that's not it. Oh, it's going down. Did you say help, um, help, help? No. Uh, nah. Well, that's your problem. That usually helps. That, yeah. yeah, that was a problem. Um, so it flopped in. It wasn't too bad. It was a uh, – the boom kind of broke at the mounting point. So and the boom was – in my opinion, I was kind of done with that canopy scheme anyway. So not a big deal. Uh, one blade got broken, one frame side, and two out of three cyclic servo horns broke um beyond that everything else looked pretty good i'll probably go through everything and just check the bearings and stuff make sure they're not crunchy from um the last two crashes basically uh yeah i think i'm getting old i need to check my eyes uh once it got out there it was just it i couldn't tell and it's not that it was far far i mean it was farther than i normally fly and i think it's because at this field you can fly pretty far out there and it just got out there so I, I gotta get my eyes checked. That's it's getting harder to see further out now. Uh, besides that, I've been just doing a whole shitload of 3D printing. I've been 3D printing everything from neo cases to antenna mounts to just whatever I can get my the hands on design wise, <laughs> and um, been printing a whole bunch of like Marvel characters and just random stuff is. I gotta say, you know, I've been doing a lot of FDM 3D printing in my past, but the SLA printing, these things just look so damn awesome. Like, they're so detailed, and it comes out, like, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to describe how nice they come out. So, i just been, that thing's been just nonstop. I've been printing just 24 hours a day for the last week, um, kind of pushing it to see if I can, you know, not break it, but how the wear is on it, right? Like the longevity of it. So, so far I've gone through probably about a thousand milliliters of resin. And wow. that's, that's a probably about like $50, $60 worth of resin. 
Yeah, it's good. I've been, I'm printing a whole 3D chess set for for Chloe, because she she likes chess and she likes Pokemon. So I found a Pokemon chess set. So I've been oh, printing cool. that out, printing some stuff out for my coworkers. Um, yeah, so, yeah, chess pieces looked awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. They, I've been messing with great. clear and the blue resin so far, and I like the clear resin when it comes out of the printer because it's like glass. It's perfectly clear. It's glass. You can see through it, but as soon as you cure it, it turns orange, which kind of sucks. Mm, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got I got a couple other colors I want to mess with, so I'm gonna wait until I go through this resin to order some more and to go through those colors. But yeah, I'm enjoying the the, the SLA printing life right now. It's pretty cool. Nice. Cool, man. Nice. Uh, let's see. Beyond that, I did start taking apart the black. I put the order in for all the parts for the Black Thunder. Um, it's funny because I looked everywhere. No one had frame size to support frame size, except for only Final Highlights. I was like, oh, good, Shannon has them. So I ended up putting nice. an order, which is funny because I put an order on Saturday night when I got home. Like I was like, okay, this is what I need. And then, and then Monday, I'm like, Monday morning, I was like, I don't know. I was on the train and I get bored on the train sometimes. And I was like, Oh, let me order some more stuff for Shannon. So I ended up ordering another like hundred dollars or so worth of stuff. Um, so yeah, he got those nice. shipped out already, and I should get them tomorrow, which will give me enough time to fix it um, for Friday. So I'm happy about that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Andy, what have you been up to? Well, first I had a question for you. Okay. Uh, your Nitro engine, the 105. Yes. Did you find yes. any issues? Is it running? correctly now what it's was the deal running that? fine i did two flights with it with no issues with fuel cutout no issues with it stalling or mm-hmm. not even not even any issues with it hard to start what and did you I was, do to it you put a new ring in and new piston and ring that's it is that it huh yeah. must have been something i think that old ring was stuck or something and then you said it spun I, I think it spun. I think it might have been stuck because it's, it was really sitting for like a good over a year right, cause without it, being nitro burnt out of it or yeah. anything. So it was doing all kinds know. of weird stuff. So I wonder if yeah. some, something to do with it, that ring probably. I think the ring was cooked already or like on its way out. Like maybe it pivoted a little and mm-hmm. it was just before, you know. Yeah. Also, I don't know what's up with OS Max. Like why produce the piston with that hollow pin compared to a solid pin. I don't understand it. I don't know if it makes a difference, but every single ring, every single piston I've messed up where the the ring slipped around was a hollow pin one. So, talking um, about the little roll pin that Yeah. The little Do they have a solid one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I was like, thinking it might have something to do with it heating up and cooling down. But sure. I, I don't know. No, that could be it, right? Spend, heating, you know, heating and cooling will expand the metal, and maybe that's why they went with a hollow pin. I don't know, but the one I had, the one I got from Rob, was a solid pin, and that's what I put in there. Um, I thought I had a piston, but I didn't have one, so Rob hooked me up with one. So, and I got one on order, which is sitting behind me right now in the package. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think the I didn't see anything with the carb. I'm gonna take it easy with the tuning, maybe. You know, maybe the, the, the clicks are just, uh, the needle is not seated right, or maybe, not not seated right, but maybe the needle sh- 
for some reason it's shorter or something or longer. And when I clicked it, you know, three clicks that it was like way too much and I leaned the crap out of it because I definitely, the motor definitely heated up and got lean because, um, when I take the motor yeah. apart, the, the, the sleeve was stuck onto the head. Oh, geez. So I pulled the whole thing out and then I couldn't get it out. <laughs> I even tried heating it and everything. I couldn't get the damn, um, sleeve off the, mm-hmm. the head. It wasn't marred up or anything. So I was like, screw it. I just put it back in the way I took it out <laughs> and bolted it back in really tight, make sure. And, you know, so I mean, it's good. It's on there. <laughs> you know, I mean, we'll see how, how long this it lasts. It's funny like that. though. Yeah. You know, like I said, I got that spare motor, so I'm going to rebuild that and have that as a backup just in case. But, yeah, I was just like, why is this thing stuck? I can't get it out. I don't want to bang on it because the, the sleeve was still good, you know. It just that the steel sleeve heated up so much that it seized itself on the aluminum head. But isn't there oh, a well. gasket between there? A shim or whatever? There's a shim, but, I mean... If I'm it's running like 22 a and a half, there's only gym, so one little... Still shouldn't but have stuck to it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it ran... As long as it's it working, don't worry about it. Yeah, it ran. I'm not going to worry about it. And, like, literally, as soon as I got fuel in that car, it was like... It started right up. So, you know, it didn't have any hesitations, didn't have any weirdness that I had prior. Um, So... Yeah. Cool. I'm shrugging right now. Whatever. Let's just fly it and send it and see what happens. You know. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I talked about crashing my the XL Power Spectre. Mm-hmm. I got the yeah. parts in and got it fixed. Uh, it ended up only being like forty nine dollars plus blades for a pretty decent crash. I mean, it wasn't too bad. So. It, so far, it's definitely living up to the cheap parts price. Nice. That nice, was boom dude. bearings, those pitch links. I mean, I didn't really break a lot of stuff, but um, just every little thing I could find, it was less than 50 bucks, which is pretty good for a 700, you know. And then we had the fun fly here in Morristown. Uh, I think we'll talk about it a little more in a few minutes. But it... it, it it was good. Like I set up Friday evening, took the camper over there, went got lights. We run all day Saturday, uh, part of the Saturday night with lights, and about half the day Sunday, everyone's kind of started leaving, you know, in the afternoon. So, but we had fun. It was a, a good event. But then Monday... I got, uh, uh, there was a guy, a guy that says about 30, 40 minutes from here. He had come down Saturday with, uh, another pilot and he's been wanting to get into helis. He's been trying to get into helis for a while now and just didn't know anybody that was doing it or was really into it or anything. And, um, so he has, uh, he had a Goblin 500 and a 380. And he was having some issues with his 380, trying to get it set up on the brain. So I met up with him Monday and went through, had to tweak a few little things. wasn't exactly set up right. His his tail direction was backwards in the gyro. So every time he'd try to spool up, it would just spin around on the ground, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a... 
easiest thing to your first time get screwed up. Mm-hmm. Yep. But oh, I got him. Yeah, I went through and redid the setup, made sure the swash was level and pitch, and just kind of tweaked everything and got it uh, working the way it's supposed to. And he was tickled with that. Like we we hovered it, did a test hover in the rain. It was raining here. I flew it around just a little bit, and uh, you know, so now he's he's ready to go. He's he's got a couple things to do. I think he said his uh, the 500 had a Bavarian Demon the the 3x or whatever. And he was having a little issues hooking it up because he flies uh, Free Sky or FR Sky stuff, mm-hmm. and so. You know, it sometimes gets complicated and weird. So I think he's just going to get another brain. Because I was like, if it's a pretty simple system, it works fine. Kind of pick one or the other and just uh, stick with it so you don't have to learn three or four different systems when you're first trying to get started. So I think he might do that. But that was good. I, I always like getting. Uh, people he flew uh like quads freestyle and stuff did a little nice. bit of racing and flown mm-hmm. 3d airplanes and he yeah. said he's been on the sim for a couple months with the haley's he can fly circuits and stuff not too too difficult so he may be uh he may really dig in and, and get into the haley's hardcore he seemed excited about it awesome. cool yeah that's always fun yeah and then I got out my Oxy4 Max today. I had charged up the batteries, three batteries for it to take um, when I went and met that guy yesterday, Monday. And, of course, it was raining, so I didn't really get to fly it. So I just had it in my truck, and today, when I was supposed to be working, I went and flew it a little bit. <laughs> uh, had some fun. God, it's been it's been easy over six months since I've flown that thing. Just I don't know why it's a 380, and I just don't really think about it all that often. Yeah, I, I never really f- fell in love with the Oxy4 Max for some mm-hmm. reason. It just you know never did jive with it exactly. But it was flying good. Um, put through three packs through it, just at the shop there were at the farm, screwing around with it. No issues. It was seemed to be flying well i'm kind of learning how to do overspeed so i did a few mast like monster overspeeds with it which was kind of funny because it's nice. cool. it's little so it's already like yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait how did that go again jeez <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you anyway, know i'm, I'm kind of finally figuring that stuff out because uh, I've done them before on the 700s and stuff, but never really get that really good high. Wind up, right? Yeah, yeah. that really yeah. good wind up, like consistently. Yeah. Like I could do it mm-hmm. here and there or accidentally do it a little bit, but yeah, I yeah. kind of uh-huh. figured yeah. out how to actually do it on purpose and bring it down a little closer to the ground and like really wind it up. Nice. So, awesome, dude. So I've had a, a very busy weekend, but it's been fun. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Why don't we just kind of go into the main topic and catch up with George? Um, okay. Yeah. And kind of see how his week was in the main topic here. 
All right, so let's catch up with George. Uh, so how you been? What you been up to? Well, I spent the weekend with Andy there. We had a really good time down in Morristown. Still flying every day, airplanes, and mm-hmm. helis for the last couple of weeks. But uh, Nice. Yeah, still working on a lot of different airplane projects and a couple of heli projects. Picked okay. up a new one, new one down there in Morristown. We'll maybe talk about that later. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get into that. So, so what's the flight count now? What are you at? I think today is eleven thirty-three. Dang! Wow. A little wow. over three years. Wow. Yeah, that is a lot. Every day for a little over three years. How many people can say they made that accomplishment? Really? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think I've done anything that many days in a row except maybe breathe. Except maybe breathe? Maybe <laughs> breathe. Baby breathe? Breathe. <laughs> eat, maybe. Breathe and eat. You know, I do that every day, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even think I've walked that many days in a row. <laughs> yeah, uh, right? Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That is. It's not yeah. really that hard, though, when you you know, got a runway right outside your door, so... Well, you say that, but true. But I mean, Andy has <laughs> yeah. a full, you know, yeah. basically farmland field that he can fly, but he doesn't. <laughs> I don't. So yeah, that's. It's kind of a trap once you get started doing it. How do you stop? Yeah, true. You know. Yeah, I don't know. You're kind of stuck now. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to no. pick a time, like a, a landmark, like eleven, yeah. like twelve hundred. Just stop. No, no, no. Go to 2000. Oh, wow. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, George. Is there like a Guinness Book of World Records for a guy flying every day? The AMA had had heard of a couple of people, I think, that had gone a year before. But um, You're over three years now. You're over three years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody else has done it or would probably have wanted to. Damn. (laughs) Or probably wanted to. Yeah, and I think, like, for Guinness Book, you'd have to, like, show proof of, like, every single day flying. you have to have a witness yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah that's witness, true. Yeah. Or, or usually they have to witness it. Like, they usually have officiators yeah. that witness these things. So, <laughs> they have mean, to pay a know. guy to come live with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, so you're saying you're, you're getting into some helis now, right? Are you flying helis every day now, too? Yeah, for the last couple of weeks, I've I've flown every day, mostly these little blade two thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. okay, nice. nice. Picked up a few of them to kind of get the hang of it. Put a, a little used five hundred body on one of them. It's it's pretty neat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like a five hundred scale body, you say? Yeah, it's like a used five hundred. Uh, like a if the military version would be a AH six. Or the MD five hundred, like uh, yeah, around. MD five hundred, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yep. It looks pretty neat. Put white blades on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. I I don't see very many two thirty S's in scale fuselage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen or heard of anyone doing them until now. I don't know why somebody doesn't make the bodies. I mean, I'd, I'd love to have several different bodies to put on one. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, didn't uh, Align make them for a little while? For a two- Align made make a smaller um, fuselage, like for 250 250, size? yeah, yeah, they did. Um, 
I think it was just an MD500 dub, but yeah, I do believe that they made one. <laughs> that might be where this one came from, actually. I mm-hmm. see it in the video that you posted, Andy. Yeah. It's like one of the first ones you see. Yeah, it looks really good. All scaled up like that. That's cool. Nice. So what does your heli fleet consist of these days? Well, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you, but uh, I picked up one of the uh, little UEs. I think it's like a 450 size from Motion here a while back and and never even got to fly it. Steve was out there flying it and you know, had a little malfunction with that sparky controller. And it uh, it bit the dust. We've just now got it put back together. So I haven't flown yet. But I did get one of those little tiny uh, XK um, EC145s. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's one of those little ready-to-fly jobs. And it, it does pretty good. I've, I've crashed it about 20 times now, and it's still flying. Nice. Awesome. Broke, broke the boom off of it probably three or four times. But, but you know, I kind of use that to get my orientation mm-hmm. flying a heli because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, flying as many airplanes and jets as I do, orientation shouldn't be anything. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, – it's a totally different deal. Totally. Yeah. Now, now when that helicopter starts going backwards, it starts going backwards or sideways. Yeah. 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 It's different. Yeah. I mean, I've got some jets that I can fly backwards, but you know the the Delta Wing Mirage and the Eurofighter nice. and stuff like that. You can do some pretty cool stuff with those, but mm-hmm. but yeah, not the same thing. It's just uh, it took me a while, and then one day it just kind of snapped, and I started feeling it. Mm-hmm. Just like yep. I did back when I started airplanes. Yep. As yeah. soon as that starts to click in your head, yeah. you don't even think about it. And you're like, whoa, I'm flying and now. That's when, and that's when you really start enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have <laughs> to that, think about it so hard. Right. You're yeah. in, you're in, uh-huh. you're in, you're in, it's like, you know, when you're in the plane, when you learn to fly an airplane, but when you're sitting there in the sea that, that choppers is going around, you, you, once you clicks, you kind of feel like, you know, you're, I don't know. You're kind of in it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, you're kind of one with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Nice. Um, yeah, so how many do you have now? I think about 14 or 15. And you got into it, what, like three weeks ago, a month ago, maybe? <laughs> I've had a couple of them for a while, but I just didn't fly. Mm-hmm. And then once I got one of these little blades, the 230 SB2s, mm-hmm. I, I just... Uh, Man, I just fell in love with it. After I crashed it the first time and had to put, what did I break? I had to put the uh, feathering shaft in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And something else, maybe the tail boom. Yeah, probably a tail boom or the, maybe rear motor mount. But just, you know, I, I like the the preciseness of helicopters. It's not mm-hmm. like a foam or boss airplane where, you know, everything kind of give a little bit. With a helicopter, it's just, pure logic it's got to be perfect yeah it's either right or it's not <laughs> it's it's not exactly. yeah it's right or it's a whole lot of problems <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice but uh, um, I, I picked up after i picked up a couple of those little 230s and then i found a pretty good deal on a oxy three speed it's set up for 6s so i'm running it on 4s jeez it's got a mini brain too in it it's got the so, full fuselage. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. And it's fast. I mean, I can do some 
high-speed passes with 4S, it surprises me how fast it is. But uh, I've crashed it, had to change feathering shaft in it and a couple of links and the blades. But other than that, it held up pretty good. So I'm learning how to work on them. Found another mm-hmm. 450. Uh, another friend of ours we fly with, John, he, he gave me a 450 fly bar set up and put in another MD500 fuselage. I've kind of got a fetish, I think, for those. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Got a 700 size with uh, its a fly bar, but I think I'm going to change it over to four blade head. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up a a really nice uh, 600 size MD 500 civilian, nice red, white, and blue paint job, and I found a a nice 3D printed part set to make it a AH6 rocket launchers, machine guns, antennas, armor plates, you name it. It's just I think about 120 some parts. Wow! It's got a flare camera on the front, um, headlight mount. Just yeah, I think I saw tons, a video of it. Mm-hmm. Tons of detail, and uh, put it together. And it was kind of a rush job getting it ready for Andy's fun fly down there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it flew. I put it together and and uh, set up the, the FLB. But I didn't have everything right. I, I it was fighting itself a little bit, but. It did fly, so that that kind of tickled me. But Andy had to give me some help on it. Yeah, we we worked on it a little bit. Got, got an axon in there, and which I know nothing about, so I kind of had to learn the system and and go through it real quick. But we got it about ninety percent tuned. There still needs a little bit. I told him it didn't matter because I didn't fly that good. <laughs> well, it's just got some like wobble bobbles on the the head and stuff and i don't know how much of it is just me not know see you got a big ass heavy fuselage on it plus it's a four blade head plus it's a different fly barless unit so there's there's a lot to figure out all at the same time Right, battery, right. The battery weighs over two pounds. He's <laughs> got a damn. He, he put a what is that? A six thousand or sixty two hundred? It's, it's a it's a six thousand graphene. I mean, it's it's big 6S. enough to be a, about a eight thousand. <laughs> he put that in there to, just to get it to balance. So it's wow. It's obviously heavy, you know, it's scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and everything. And it'll look at you. I've got the flare camera on the front. I put a servo in it so that. When it's looking at you, I can kind of wag yeah. its tail, and that flare mm-hmm. camera will keep its eyes on you. <laughs> yeah. I think nice. I saw some video of this. Yeah, I saw a video yeah. of it. Any it's sense. really yeah. cool. And the the um, the rocket launchers and stuff he printed to put on there, just amazing. He Actually, I everything bought him. Green. The, the oh, you bought him that of, way? Yeah, he won't let go of the files. Oh, He's, okay. But but listen, I, for what they cost, the whole kit with the Rocket launchers and guns and everything was only mm-hmm. like a buck sixty-five, and he's—it's not only printed it out; he's cleaned it all. Everything fits. Every every little pin's been cleaned up. That the whole the rocket pods—they fold out, and nice. all that's been cleaned up. I wouldn't have cleaned up the parts for one hundred and sixty-five dollars. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. I think I did see the parts too. Yeah, they're kind of laid out and In so a picture, I saw the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It made it really easy. I mean, about a three-day process there. Yeah. 
It's yeah. definitely a cool heli, and uh, after tweaking and stuff, I flew it some, and it's it's ninety percent there. Probably just needs a nice. little bit of gain adjustments or something, mm-hmm. but it's it's going to make them a really nice heli fly around. Awesome. I want to hear about this one you just bought, George. You got to tell everybody. Yeah. Oh, tell, geez, tell them yeah. what you carried right, home with you. I don't know if you should talk about it or not. <laughs> oh boy, my wife, my wife might be listening. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, just guys talking, guys. It's okay. No, oh, she was there. <laughs> she, she was there when I got him. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. She, she could hear less. It's a H34 Sikorsky. It's a Marine Corps version. Wow, that's that awesome. Daryl uh, Sprayberry built. He built the molds for it and everything. It's, I'm telling you, it's something else. I, I really couldn't afford it, but you don't get the opportunity to, to you know, be the caretaker or something like this for a while, yeah. um, very often. So I can't believe you talked him into selling it. To be honest. Well, it's kind of a long story. He had built it and sold it to a good friend of his a few years ago. And he had passed, and he was selling all these helicopters for for his widow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I she was tickled, to. you know, that somebody that really cares about him is getting them. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there was a lot of helicopters, apparently. But yeah. uh, this thing is just unbelievable, the detail. The more I look at it, the more afraid I am of flying it. Yeah, what <laughs> size is it? Like, So people can kind of get a – it's how long, did you say, the, the fuselage? Uh, the, the, well, let me measure the fuselage. I'm standing right here, but the the blades are like 9100 millimeters. Damn. Yeah, four blades, so, I think. Yeah, four blades, both ends. Let's see how long it is here. Jeez, that thing's got to be like seven feet long then. It's about 230. Well, what is it centimeters? A L- little over six feet. It's pretty damn yeah, big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's. Does it weigh like 50 pounds or something? I helped him load it in the camper, is all I could do to lift the damn thing. Jeez. Weighs about 45 pounds. Yeah. It's, wow. set, it's seven foot, about seven foot four inches long. Wow. Damn. Uh, yeah, from the deck to the top of the head is uh, 27 inches. It's, it's a beast. That was the helicopter that was in a TV show I used to watch when I was a kid, but it was the uh, other version, uh, the 35, I think. Right, Riptide. Riptide, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still watch that show when I was a kid. The only difference is, I could see is it like that version looks like it has two big uh, nostrils on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Very cool helicopter, though. Yeah. I was watching a movie with a bunch of those in it here recently. Full Metal Jacket, maybe? Probably. Oh, yeah, maybe. Of them in there. This thing's got a sound system in it, and it's got. Oh, it does it? Of course, the radial engine, and you know, it tries to crank over and clean out a couple of times, and then it fires up, and it's just. Uh, oh, that's pretty, awesome! It's pretty cool. Nice. I need to rig up some pyro coming out the exhaust there when it's first trying to crank. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of smoke or something. <laughs> yeah, or just like a little pop or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that'd be cool. Nice. And the, I guess the rest are just, you know, the smaller blade stuff, little mini Apache. Stuff I think I like saw, that. did you have a, one of the night 
the two thirty nine things? Yeah, yeah, that's so much. Is that fun. Yours? Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I saw somebody yeah. flying one, but I didn't know who. I love it. I mean, I can fly it better at night than I can when I can see in the daytime. Really? Right. It's just so lit up. You can see the disc. I didn't even know they had something like that though. Two thirty yeah, night. Yeah, they had oh, the, yeah. the two thirty S night version. Really? They had the version one, and it's not. Yeah, this is the version one, but yeah. it had night mm-hmm. blades and. Yep. Is the is the canopy lit up at all or anything? I can't remember. Yeah, it's yeah, it's got LEDs up underneath the. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just knew it had night blades, like LEDs yeah, and all, blades. They're all up and down the fuselage, the tail. I mean, you can't miss it. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I know we did kind of talk about the fun fly a little, right? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I kind of want to hear from George's perspective. Sure. Yeah, let's hear it. Is this kind well, of a small I mean, event? We had, uh, I think, right around 25 pilots, I think, showed up. A little bit of mix of airplanes and quite a bit of helis, though, this time. A lot of, a lot of visitors, though, and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I that's think. nice. There several people came that hadn't seen each other in a long time. I think the guy I got the, uh, the Sikorsky from, uh, Daryl, he, uh, he hadn't seen one of his friends for 20 years and, uh, wow. He had heard about it through a Facebook post and came up. So, so he cost me a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'll tell you what I really liked about it, Andy. Can you guess the main thing I liked about it? No. I wasn't hearing, Hey George, Hey George, Hey George, ever <laughs> two or three oh, seconds. Oh, you didn't have to do, you didn't I didn't have, have, to, have to do anything do but anything. have fun. Yeah. And that's I did. Good. I mean, I think every picture of me, I was smiling ear to ear. Nice. Yeah. Had a great time. Met some really cool people. And, uh, the hospitality was great. I mean, club members came out, uh, the ladies that were doing the grilling. I mean, they, they just kept them, kept that grill going the whole time. And it, it was really nice. Everybody got along good. We had a lot of 3D planes down on one end. We had the helicopters on the other. There was never any, any, uh, Anybody waiting on somebody? Everybody got along good. It was uh, the way it should be. Mm-hmm. That's great. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of curious how that was going to work out because there's not, there's always been a couple heli guys in the club, but not a a ton. And we had a lot of heli presence with uh, you and, uh, of course, Daryl and then John. There was a lot of scale helis. And then Ray and Craig and uh, John, some of the 3D heli guys were there too. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like all the helis kind of just set up on one end. And then we had the 3D plane guys on the other end. And we were flying this, uh, be helis flying and 3D planes up high or vice versa. So it kind of all worked out. It just sort of worked itself out, which I was surprised by, to be honest. I was kind of expecting somebody to be complaining, but nobody did. No. Awesome. I think it was only like two crashes all weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, any incidents, any crashes? I think a cub went in. Yeah. uh, Pretty hard. And then maybe Craig's incident. Yeah, Craig crashed his Diablo. Oh, no. Just barely. It kind of got a little bit away from him. Uh, like a little bit behind the flight line he he probably really could have saved it because it was up high 
but he just instinctively hit throttle hold and then just kind of mm. autoed it down, but it, it hit kind of landed hard. So mm, okay. it bent the landing gear and the blades come around and uh, bent the boom. But I think that's the only damage. It didn't even break the blades. So yeah. it just kind of shook him up a little because it was in kind of in the pits area, sort of. Yeah, anytime it gets close to be on yeah. the flight line or behind yeah. it, you kind of yeah. So it kind of it kind of just did a hard auto, really. So he landed upright, just way too hard. But uh, which it's easy to do, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. You. And then another guy, yeah. sort of the same thing. He was had a like a foam, uh, sort of a trainer type of a plane. I think it was uh, maybe a sensei or something. And it somehow got away from him and crashed kind of behind him in the pits. So that, I think that was the, oh no. Oh my, uh, Ernie, one of the 3D plane guys had a a wing rip off his, uh, extreme flight MXS. What? 80 some inch. Oh shit. Yeah. He's all on ass down the field and the wing just fell off, like ripped off. Wow. So it went in and got totally destroyed. Uh, I was going to say, how bad was that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like yeah. the fuselage just ripped in half right behind the motor. And then, of course, one wing was ripped off. And the other wing was banged up pretty good. Jeez. Mm. So I don't know why it did that, but uh, <laughs> it did. <laughs> Damn. These planes, they hold together under just crazy amounts of stress until they don't. Yeah, until like yeah. one <laughs> nylon bolt just gives away, and that's it. Well, it wasn't even that. The wing broke, like, just outside the wing tube, like the spar thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the wing just, like, like you just took and ripped it off. Like, you're talking about, like, past the spar? Yes. It just sheared right off, yeah. like, 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 a third, a or two third of the way yeah. out. The wing, yeah. and then the re- it just once uh, once it broke, and then it just ripped the bolt and, and everything come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Huh. But it wasn't wonder- it wasn't like the wing bolt failed or anything. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I wonder if something was like, you I mean, know, maybe could have been cracked or cracked. It, yeah, it could yeah. have been cracked and just gets worse and worse. It's got time. weak over time. Yeah. yeah. Too much rifle rolling. Too much many, of that like, shit. hard snaps and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Too, too many, many geese. Too many Lomshavaks. Mm, exactly. yeah. God, God bless me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that was pretty spectacular. But I think that's the only crashes we had. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, Sound bad? No, I mean, it really, really wasn't bad at all. Yeah, yeah. our fun fly, we had two crashes that I saw. Well, one really was Steve kind of bring it in uh but i didn't see that one but man i watched edmund and steve i think was recording that one yeah that was uh i was doing live on that one. Oh yeah yeah i saw that. oh man yeah, you know what lost the tail that crash dude oh is that what happened because that crash looked to me like something i've done where you do something and it scares the crap out of you because he was kind of low doing pyro flips and he said he kind of got like away from him and then you come around you, you get it right and you pop it up or do something else. It's like you crashed it like 10 seconds before you crashed it. Cause you kind of like, 
you do something, you pop it back up, you get into an orientation you know, and then you go back to something weird, and then you crash it. So that's no, what his, it looks like to me. Nah, for him, me it was just... Me and Kevin Zoma uh, were talking about that. Yeah, from when I from when I spoke to him about it, he he said just like yeah, I was I was having a good time and I was doing good, and then I lost the tail and it started spinning on me. So, and then we looked at his tail, and um, you know, on a tail slider, mm-hmm. there's yeah. usually two parts that screw together. It's like your brass sleeve yeah, that insert. screws into your into the yeah yeah. Well, that unscrewed on his 700x. So oh jeez. Yeah, so he was just like, I had good tail, and then I didn't have the tail, <laughs> and and it went in. Um, it went pretty hard, surprisingly, for, I yeah. mean, I guess you lost the tail in the pyro flip, yeah. Yeah, it went in pretty good. Yeah. That reminds me of an incident we had Sunday with the 700X. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you know that a 700X will not fit 713 main blades with... Even with like 105 tails, I did not know that. But I guess this person I figured that know, out. I did not know that either. So when Neil comes by with his new to him 700X with no blades because they got lost in the mail from a main, it's like, hey, can I borrow some blades to set this up? Sure. So I pulled the 713s off of my XL Power, mm-hmm. stuck them on there. He had uh, 106 rail tail blades mm-hmm. which i mean i never thought nothing about it i didn't i wasn't aware there was a 700 built in the last five years that wouldn't fit like a 716 717 you know yeah never, never right. occurred to the me 710 yeah yeah about 90 seconds in we hear it and then it, so he lands go over here <laughs> and look and about half inch of one of the tail blades is missing and oh it, yeah, and then it it screwed up the the mains too, like where it oh. delaminated about an inch on the trailing edge, like oh, you know, I've just, been there. just nicked it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yep, so, I've been there. <laughs> I mean, I just never even never occurred to me that you couldn't fit a seven thirteen. That's not even a big blade. I normally run. Seven sixteen, seven seventeens on all my stuff. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. never occurred to me. And we looked it up, and it's like, yep, seven hundred is the max. <laughs> it's like, well, yep, shit. I'm looking it up right now. Seven hundred yeah. is the max. I did that with That's the Oxy Four. I put what did I put on there. I didn't put seven thirteens on the Oxy Four, but I put uh, my Oxy Four is six um, uh, three sixty. I think I put three yeah, eighties on there. Three eighties on yeah. an Oxy Four Max. And, and I mean, not a like, Max. Sorry, just a four. Stretch. Just a regular four, yeah. And it was pretty hysterical. But <laughs> man, they must have been hitting pretty good for it to split like an yeah. inch up there, though, right? Well, I mean, it it just I mean, barely caught the so tip fast. of the blade, but it you know yeah. flicked it hard enough to like knock a dent and cause it to deland basically. Yeah. Oof. And it I mean, took about, about a half inch off the tail blade. Yep. You think about how fast the tail rotor is going. It's, it's yeah, it's not, yeah, there's not much room for error. The one little tick, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I've killed many blades that way. <laughs> but yeah, so that sucked. Mm-hmm. Because it's my blades. Yeah. <laughs> if it was <laughs> his, I just laughed. But since it's yeah, mine, yeah. I was like, oh, damn it. He's like, oh, I thought these were 700s. I was like, no, they're 713s. He's like, oh, well, I, d- 
you know, I mean, neither one of us realized that because, I mean, everything I've got will basically fit a 720. Yeah, I just, I just I don't understand never, that. Yeah, I never, like, why? Why, Align, why do you do these things? Explain to me, someone, please. Uh, so, I'm going to keep my a, mouth shut. <laughs> take it as a PSA, and every time you put blades yeah. on, be sure to check. Check. Exactly. Yeah, just exactly. See if it's getting close. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you can check those blades, you can kind of yeah, flex you just, down and. Yeah, know. line it up, bend them down. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. So, yep. anyway, that just reminded me of that, the 700X. But he landed it, no damage other than the blades. Mm-hmm. So, not a cool. huge deal. It's just an annoyance more than anything. Yeah. Anyway, that's all the crashes incidents that I can think of. Um, George, you, I think you flew helis more than you did airplanes, right? I did. At the event? Yeah. Did, did you fly any planes? Oh, I had, yeah, I had to get my daily flight. Yeah, I was going to say, you got one in. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I had the Night Visionaire and the, uh, the Red Mamba out. Little foam one. Oh yeah, they got the Mamba Ten. Yeah, the Mamba Ten Flex Innovations. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. That was such a fun little plane. I was flying it this evening. Yeah, those are fun. I kind of like to have one. You sold some stuff, I think, too, didn't you? You sell some planes or something? We were supposed yeah. to kind of have a swap meet, but nobody brought anything, so that kind of <laughs> fizzled out. <laughs> I ended up selling everything I had and then buying most of what everybody else had for sale. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Excellent. But I didn't break even. (laughs) Yeah. That Mamba 10, that's a biplane, right? Like a 3D biplane? Yes. Right. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yep. It's got some really good stabilization. Uh, It'll make you look like you really know what you're doing, even if you don't. Yeah, it's got that Aura 8 system from Flex Innovations. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. Same thing that's in these little uh, QQ300s I have. It's the same power setup and stuff as they are. It's just in a biplane form factor, basically. Mm -hmm. I might have to try one of these Flex Innovations. They fly really well. One of these days. They, They put servos on each aileron. So that you can do crow and different mixes and stuff, which is kind of fun. Oh, nice. Instead yeah. of tying the top and the bottom together with a rod, they each mm-hmm. have a servo and then it's mixed in the, the aura. So you can flip a switch and get crow. Uh, you know, the top goes up, the bottom goes down. and it, I'm a slow right down. Yeah, it's like yeah. you throw the emergency brake on. Like it just, yeah. You can be going straight down, you flip that crow and it just like loses about half the speed immediately. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that model's uh, not too expensive either. It's like two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it's all singing yeah. around. Mamba ten super. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, there was a couple guys there with the Cessnas too, the one one fifty Cessna that they make, and you could do all the crow and stuff with it with the flaps. So you can mix the flaps and have full span ailerons. Or have the flaps go down, ailerons go up, or any combination of that stuff. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it makes it fun to be able to tool around and then do flip the switch and start doing 3D type stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what I forgot to mention? Speaking of biplanes, mm-hmm. uh, in my what I've been up to, uh, I actually dusted off the old 3D printed uh, box of junk that I got in my garage and been so you looking got at that- putting my biplane together. Yeah, the yeah. Stearman. The Stearman, yeah, the PT-17. Nice. I looked at it. I said, okay, this is cool. And then I boxed it back up and <laughs> decided to build a tank. Boy, this sound, story sounds familiar for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that last time. No, but I got so. before the winds come in and, you know, the winter winds come in, I got to get I got to get one of those together. I mean, I got everything just sitting there. I just I got to do that. Got to. Do it. Got to. Got to. I got to get some uh I got to order some CA and shit. My CA seems to go fast because uh the top dries out and I never can get it sealed back up right and Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the refrigerator. Yeah? Yeah. I think you told me about to that. It. Okay. I'm, yeah, stop glue it together glue it together and hang it up from the ceiling somewhere and then just buy one of those Mamba tins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, what I do is uh, with my CA put a T pin in it. Yeah, you just twist the T pin right out and nope. it stays pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it seals it well that way too. It still goes yeah. bad, like I was yeah. digging around. Yeah. I needed a little bit of thin for something the other day, and like three different bottles were completely just dried, dried up. up. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, damn it. Usually yeah. the CA in my toolbox is like that, <laughs> you know, the one that mm-hmm. bring to the field. Yeah. Yeah, I needed some foam tack, George, and I couldn't get it out of the bottle either. Uh-oh. you probably never had a tube go bad, have you? No, we're getting it now on the 55-gallon drums. <laughs> <laughs> nice. With electric spray system, uh-huh. nice. pump Shit. system, we yeah. fix so much stuff around here. Just coat the whole plane and yeah. in George is a master tack. with foam airplanes and foam tack. I tell you what. Oh yeah, yeah. we nice. fix so many planes; it's unbelievable. That's do do great it? stuff, man. Awesome. Yeah, do you do it the proper way? You like put foam tack and tack it up on both sides, and then wait for it to dry, and then it it depends on what you're working on. Mm. You know, if it's a quick fix and you don't care what the seam looks like, I, I usually use it like contact cement. But if I want yeah. it to be real smooth, what I do is I I get both sides, you know, liberal amount on both sides and push it together and put clear packing tape over it and then smooth it down. Yep. You know, if it's got any panel lines in it, take your fingernail or a tip of a little Phillips screwdriver or something, smooth it out. And then when, mm-hmm. once that dries, you can peel that off and have a lot less repair work to do. Ah, I've fixed, okay. I fixed a jet one time, a big J10. It's still sitting here now. That it it hit the ground probably about a hundred miles an hour and just went into well over a hundred pieces. Yeah, little popcorn took, pieces of foam. <laughs> yeah, it took me probably a hundred hours to fix it, but uh, I, I put, it, put it back together. Get out of here! Wow, and, and flew it, and that was on its maiden. It belonged to one of one of my buddies. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I crashed it on its maiden. Just got too low. Damn. That reminds me, I've got three Avantis sitting here. Smash. Maybe you fix one of them. Why don't we make a double Avanti? <laughs> oh, Avanti biplane. <laughs> like Imagine tw- that. Twin fuselage, like I did with oh, the. Oh, just ho- hook the wing tips together. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Oh my just, god. <laughs> just make like a about an inch and a half wing in between them. Yeah. Was that like a P thirty eight or uh what was the other one? The the P 
86 was the Mustang one. The Mustang right. one? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be easy to do. <laughs> I, I took two of those little, have you seen the little Lippish, the little P15 Lippish uh, EDFs that Motion has? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're fun. Just a little 64 millimeter EDF runs on three cell, little hand toss. Okay. I took two, I took two of those. It was James' idea of got uh, marketing got motion, but he uh, he had the idea of putting two of them together, just taking the, the wings off and putting the fuselages together. So I, I I made a spar that would work and put one receiver in it and wide the throttles together and we got it out and flew it and it flew great. So as soon as I got home, I ordered me two more new ones and built another one. And, uh, <laughs> wow. It's great. That's it's awesome. Yeah, uh, that, there's a video of it out there on my YouTube. That's great. Nice. i got to check that out. <laughs> Let's see. What else about the fun fly, George? Weather was pretty good. Yeah, Wasn't we too hot. Really nice weather on Saturday. It got mm-hmm. We didn't get to do as much night flying on Saturday night as I'd hoped because the wind well, yeah. started picking up. You were working on my helicopter. Yeah. One reason that it only got 90% tuned, guys, is (laughs) we were doing it at night, which was fine. We had plenty of lights, but the wind started blowing like 15, 20 miles an hour. Yeah, at least. And it was very gusty. So you know how you you get the uh, friggin' uh, gust and you got the lift going up and down. I couldn't. Is blowing it left and right. So yeah, that's another. I, yeah, trying to get to like all the hover, you know, where it would hover really nice and trimmed out perfect and all that. So I was just like, we can't do it in this damn wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we flew heli some. I flew a couple times. Craig flew a bunch. Uh, Ray had to leave early. Um, our other friend John, he flew a couple times. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really have any plane guys flying. So, yeah, too windy, huh? Yeah, probably just a little too windy. Yeah, especially if it's gusting like that and you're flying a plane under the lights, on construction lights, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, I could see that being a little sketchy, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was even annoying with the helis just because right. it was kind of blowing in our face a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and I don't mind the wind so bad when it's just a steady, but when it's gusting... Like, it's, say, 15 miles an hour and then a 10-mile-an-hour gust on top of that. Yeah. It just makes it annoying. It's not as yeah. fun. Yeah, you end up having to fight it, and, you know, you get in a weird orientation, and it pushes, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You feel like you're yeah. constantly fighting it to keep it where you yeah. are. Yeah, no. So, but it was still really fun to have the lights because everybody could sort of hang out and talk. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. It, eliminates everything i think a lot of the club members and stuff here locally probably weren't used to having lights so they were kind of impressed with the whole the whole setup so that made it worth it yeah you had one light tower or two i had two oh nice yeah dude professional i know yeah i mean i I think it was worth it because it's a big pain in the ass because i had to go (laughs) get them friday and i i got a guy to go with me darren he, he helped me all weekend. I got to give a big shout out to Darren because he went with me Friday and we, I took him over there. And then I had to go back to my house, get the camper, take it over there. And then 
Sunday when it was all done, I had to take the lights to my house. He took one of them. I took the camper and I had to go back and get the other light. And then Mm -hmm. Monday morning I had to take two trips to town to return them. Oh wow! So, Jeez. yeah. Just, just curious, how much do they cost to rent? They're eighty-five a day, a, or a day well, pick them up Friday afternoon and keep them till Monday for one day cost. So, oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Did it, no, did I thought it? that was a lot less expensive than most places are, like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, yeah they usually, were they were really nice too. I mean, they were newer lights. Yeah, everything worked. New lots, really. Everything worked good on them. Nice. And do they like cap you at like eight hours yeah, or anything ten, like that? Ten hours for that. Ten hours. That's so not bad at all. Wow. Yeah, we we only put like I run them a couple hours on Friday just to get them aimed and set up and mm-hmm. stuff. And then we, I think I put like seven hours total on them. <clears throat> you know, we we run them from dark till probably midnight. Okay. So I mean, the ten-hour mark would have been plenty. I mean, that'd be sure. like two in the morning. So yeah, right. So that's, that's not cool. bad. It's like eight bucks an hour over that, whatever yeah. eighty-five, you know, split out is. So I mean, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. I thought a local no, place here. Yeah, here Morristown. Nice. Awesome. So yeah, it was cool. Set up the yeah. sound system and stuff, the PA and all that. Yeah? Yeah. You didn't mention Spanky and his little car. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, tell about that. It, it's what? A, a, it's like a a kid's those, ride-on toy? Of, yeah, it's one of those little kids, like a Power Wheels thing. I mm-hmm. think they had them at Walmart. I found it on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Just a little, like a little 60s model Volkswagen van. So I, I thought I'm gonna get that thing and RC it. It had a six volt battery in it, made for like a three, four year old kid. Okay. And, uh, got some servos and stuff and some electric switches and, and, uh, converted it over. So the actual battery that came with it and charger works fine for the receiver and everything. So nice. Chopped the front spindles about an inch, slammed it on the ground. And then built a nice platform in it to cover up all the electronics and everything and put a padded cover and some nice, uh, kind of like Sailor Jerry looking fabric on it mm-hmm. for my dog Spanky. And, uh, he rides around in it. And then when, when it's parked, it's just like his little bed. Oh, that's cool. I think that's in the Andy's video. There's a uh, video kind of somewhere. There's tons, there's, there's tons of videos of him out there in it. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Now, are they on? They're on your. Are they on your Facebook page? Or are they on your YouTube channel? They're on the Tired Iron Aviation Facebook group, and then okay. I'm, I'm not sure if there's any. There's probably not any of those. I think most of those are on the Facebook group. The videos of of him I'll try around. To find, I'll yeah. try to find some of those and put them on our Facebook page because you need okay. to watch them because I mean that thing moves at like one mile an hour or something, but it's so funny to watch him drive it up and down the runway and turn yeah. and everything with the, with his, <laughs> this little dog sitting in it. Just, just <laughs> happy as can be. Just yeah, a little mountain, little mountain fast. He's really smart. So he'll do about whatever you tell him to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> he, he goes to all the triple tree events with me. He'll stay with me down there eight or nine days in a row. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be funny. too scared of helicopters. No, nice. he doesn't really seem to be bothered by anything, to be honest. No. no. I landed, uh, I landed one of them blades probably within three or four feet of him tonight and he never even moved. <laughs> That's cool. I thought you said he was smart. <laughs> he was looking at me like you better watch it it's about close enough he's trusting <laughs> better watch it mister yeah I'd, I'd love to build something like that for my dog <laughs> i don't think he'd stay in it though. i think he'll just like freak out jump out of it yeah yeah he, he likes the attention i mean mm-hmm. he when we go down there everybody knows him from a lot of the videos on motions website and stuff and mm-hmm. and uh yeah we've had him say you know you need to get a little ink pad so he can get his autograph <laughs> a little paw print that'd be yeah. awesome yeah <laughs> cool he's got a little leather pilot's cap he wears it's got the little fake goggles on top and the red scarf around his neck nice jeez <laughs> that's awesome yeah i'm just looking at your uh facebook page a little video of him yeah just writing on the it is slow but um Okay, so here's the next thing you got to build, George. You got to build Snoopy's doghouse, but the biplane version. Don't make it fly, but get Spanky to set up on top of it with his hat on, and then drive it up and down the runway. Yeah, he'd probably do it. That'd be cool. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, Yeah. that'd be awesome. You know, so many people get a kick out of it. That'd be like like just that same kind of maybe a little faster than that, but the same kind of like little Power Wheels motors or something, and stuck on like a little foam red doghouse with bi wings. Mm Mhm. That'd be cool. Oh my god, I'm watching the video. It's that's hysterical. Like he loves it. it. He (laughs) loves it. You can see it. Yeah, yeah. That is so great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for our listeners, go check it out on Tired Irons Aviation's um, Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it there. You can just uh, go to tiredironaviation.com. It'll take you right to it. Yep. And then you'll see a post from, where is it here? Just had it. It's from Heather, right? Heather Stewart Darnell, yeah. Right. Yep. Awesome. All right. Shall we move it on then? Yeah, let's move it on. We had a fun, had a good time. Thanks to everyone that come out, supported it, and the guys that helped. George bringing his RV down and getting a bunch of people Mm -hmm. excited about it, I think, helped as well. So I appreciate that, George. No, I'm just glad you had us. It was great. Yeah, it looked like a great event. All right. Let's uh, move it on to news and announcements. All right. News and announcements. All right. So what do we have? Do we have any? I see some stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got a couple things here. I heard about, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this, the Flight Test Edgewater Park. I heard it, I guess it's open now for, I guess you could go there and fly. I kind of had trouble finding details, but I heard them talking about it over on the RC Roundtable. So I guess if you're in that area of Ohio, maybe you could find out or look it up or or whatever i'm sure i i kind of feel like they were going to have a part of it open to the public to come fly or something like that uh which 
I'm not being a very good newsman because basically I just well I heard this but I don't really know shit about it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Check so that if you out. go to um, EdgewaterAirpark.com, yeah. Oh, okay. I never went yeah. there. I was only going yeah. on flight test stuff. Yeah, they have their own. Um, yeah, they have their own website for this. So yeah, if you go to EdgewaterAirpark.com, you'll see. Um, the main site for that and it is open there is a waiver for me to fill up but you should be able to just go out there and fly okay cool yeah um now, now is that for just the the what were they calling them the founders the is that founders just, yeah. or is that for everybody i believe it's for everybody is I mean, there a there, fee there, to fly there, there is like uh you know some general guidelines and stuff you need to follow and obviously um they want to make sure like you're safe and you know most I'm I haven't seen it here but I'm sure you have to be an AMA member I would think I'm not, not maybe not I'm actually positive I'm, about that yeah but there is a, a form you need to fill out a waiver form and it's eight questions it doesn't seem to uh, yeah so it says uh, yeah on that waiver form um, the first question says you know are you a pilot or parent guardian with a minor child. And if you say you are a pilot, AMA number is required, okay. it says. Gotcha. Yeah. So you can submit a day that you want to go there and, and kind of, yeah, set it up, it sounds like. Well, that's really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole, like, because it's a golf course, you know, it's just, it's kind of big and open and a lot of trees and stuff. But there's like a section for primitive camping, RV camping. There's a whole bunch of no-fly zones around it. Um, they even have a section coordinated off for quad racing um but yeah i'm guessing everywhere else you can kind of just fly i mean i don't really see it's really yeah i kind of was assuming maybe they'd have different runways for different things maybe like a yeah a foamy section or a quad race whatever course or you know i don't know i'm just because you know how golf courses are laid out they could maybe that's in the future yeah, maybe they're working on it. Right now, I did go to their calendar, and I do see that every Thursday is a training night and open, um, <clears throat> an open fly. Okay, that's and then really cool. on And then on Fridays, it's, uh, you know, they did have, like, an FPV fest on August 2nd, but it looks like an open fly from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., so it looks like for the night. Does it say anything about cost? Like, does it cost anything to go in? I don't see anything that's talking about costs or anything like that. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they're going to have events there for sure. I don't think they're going to have, like, Flight Fest, obviously, just because it doesn't look like it would, uh, the air park would fit that type of, you know, uh, fun fly, like the amount of people that show up and stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't seem so, but, um, you know, it looks like it's very like STEM and very educational orientated, which is flight fast, right? I mean, that's how they are flight tests. I mean, yeah, maybe they'll get somebody in there with a chainsaw and a bulldozer and fix it up. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice eventually if they were to like redo the the landscape a little to mm-hmm. make it a little more um, receptive for you know a thousand plus fun fly, right? Yeah, a thousand plus pilot fun fly. So it's cool though. Nice. Does it say anything about helicopters? <laughs> no. No, okay. 
It doesn't, and I'm sure you can probably fly helis there. I just don't see a really good spot for flying helicopters. Maybe like where the quad racing courses, there's actually a nice big open field. But beyond that, uh, everything else seems pretty um, populated with trees. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like a golf course, so you have kind of like these long lanes of Mark, trees, you fairway know. Fairway top. Sections. Fairways, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, it doesn't look very. Heli friendly. It doesn't even look plane friendly, in my opinion. Like with these trees, yeah. but you know, as long as you have a fairway where you can land, you can fly above the trees and then just land within the fairway. So I guess mm-hmm. that that works. Right. Um, yeah, It'd be fun I mean, for FPV uh, even with planes. You could dodge through the trees and stuff. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Like especially when there's like a roll of trees, you can kind mm-hmm. of um, solemn through them and stuff. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Like a wing or something. Yeah. Now, would that be considered? flying in a reckless or careless manner because their general guideline says never fly your model aircraft in a careless or reckless manner well then steve could never fly anything yeah that's true (laughs) well i mean so (laughs) reckless manner in my opinion sounds very um subjective like yeah i'm just making a joke no 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 but seriously like you know when you when old people like old plankers right we'll see like some Young kids flying the crap out of a hundred four inch three D plane right on the deck and like flipping it in Lamshawag and all this crazy stuff. They might say that's a reckless manner, but to the kid or to other three D pilots, they're like, no, he's just doing three D maneuvers. Same thing on the helicopter Had this side, right? Exact conversation over the weekend. Did you? Yeah, actually, it was me and a uh, big three D guy that's from the House Mountain Club here. He come up mm-hmm. to support us. Um, which is where I'd went a couple of weeks ago, the big, where I was talking about all the big 3d planes. Yeah. Oh, right. He's talking about how the, the 3d plane guys get yelled at almost the same amount as the heli guys do by the old guys. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you know, you're being dangerous or whatever. Yeah. And he said, I try to tell him when you've got that plane hovering out there over the runway and it's a foot off the ground, if you lose it, it kind of just flops over on the ground within, you know, 10 feet of itself. It doesn't yeah. go uh, behind you and into the pits and then hit the ground. His point, and I agree with him 100% from what I've seen, the guy that's flying in a circle in a pattern and it's not that great, when he loses it, he does oh, smash right. behind the pits into the cars or the pits yeah. or the porta potties or wherever. Yeah. So the the I guess the failure mode of the of the plane to, hovering on the runway and smashing the ground versus the you know nitro high wing trainer that smashes into the pits. There's actually you know the one's actually way more dangerous than the other. Mm-hmm. And helis are kind of the same way. While they can get away from you. I keep explaining to people when you see a guy out there doing 3D, he actually has way more control than you think. Because if he didn't, that heli would be in the ground 10 seconds. Yeah. Like you, you don't see a a guy that's not a that doesn't have control. He can't. He won't even make it 10 seconds. He's not Mm going to be doing a full flight out there. I'd be more worried about the hardware failing than the pilot skill. Yeah. Well, that that still can happen too. Yes. But I mean, but that can happen regardless. 
right. on all levels of flight. Right, right. Like, like that wing coming off that 3D plane. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Dude, I was going to say that the next time I hear this conversation or this going back and forth between helicopters and airplanes, I'm going to say just go on YouTube and put in airplane RC airplane crashes and put in RC helicopter crashes and tell me how much more you see because I've seen – thousands of these rc airplanes and i'm not saying listen i fly airplanes i fly helicopters but i see tons more rc airplanes going into the crowd i can only remember one helicopter that i actually saw uh where it was a young kid flying it and they were yelling at him throttle hold that went over the crowd and nothing happened and thank god nothing happens when the helicopter or where the airplanes go you know in and over into the crowd but dude there's just the numbers of of footage with RC airplanes that have crashed into yeah. crowds and, and have come sketchy close to people, man. I've seen way more video of that than helicopters, dude. Way more. And I, I sit and I lay there in bed watching YouTube a lot. <laughs> I agree and also kind of disagree with you. And and just hear me out. It's it's mainly because you have, I would think, in RC flight, not including any of the drone or quad guys, just airplanes and helicopters. I would say. You're about like 80%, 20%. So you're going to have more people crashing planes or more videos or more of that content, you know, just because there's more people doing it. So inherently, you're going to get more crashes on video, more people than on the helicopter side. But nonetheless, like they both crash. Anything that you put in the air will crash, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's, but. You know, really what it comes down to is that, like, to be, like Andy was saying, to be that proficient in 3D, whether it's RC helicopters or um, RC airplanes, like 3D acrobatic planes, you have to be in control or it won't. Every time I try to fly a plane that, you know, and I try to fly 3D, I have no talent in 3D aircraft. That plane will flip-flop all around and look like it's about to go in. In fact, one of the times I did fly it, it did go in. And... (laughs) You know, but then like when it comes to the helicopter, I'm more comfortable with it and I can do those, you know, flip it and flop it and all over the place. And it's here one moment, it's there one moment and it's fine. Like I'm in control. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I do disagree with that argument of that you're seeing more airplane crash videos than helicopters on YouTube. It's, and I think it's just a sheer numbers game. You know, just more people are flying planes. So uh, yeah, it could be too. Uh I, but it works to my advantage in this argument. Well, I agree <laughs> with your point, Kevin, but I with the modifier that the guys that are smashing foamies into themselves are are much less dangerous than uh True. A, yeah, and I was gonna plane. bring up yeah. I saw a video, somebody showed me the pilot is some kind of like powered glider or something. He flew it around and he smacked himself in the head with it. So now mm-hmm. I don't know how you hit yourself with up your plane, you don't jump out of the way, but it sure did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know either. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, you're in the head, you're in the headlock kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting ready to hit myself. Yeah. Well, and at like, least that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should. I mean, we all have seen pilots on helis and planes that are just do dumb shit and are sketchy. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. not. I'm not saying every pilot is less likely to crash i'm just saying kind of in general like the guys that me and the, the other guys at the field flying 3d they were not doing anything crazy 
and the 3D plane guys weren't doing anything crazy either. You know, they weren't flying straight at the pits and then popping it or none of that stuff. But mm-hmm. the old guys like sitting D. around <laughs> want, you know, the old plankers mm-hmm. always have to make a comment on how dangerous that thing is out of control all the time when they're the very ones that smash into shit and tear it up. You, you know, it's, that's, you know what? It's human. Like, yeah, it's just being human. Any, it's, it's just general knowledge. Like we see it in history. Anyone who doesn't understand something fears it, right? They don't understand how this guy, this kid or a guy is flying this helicopter all in different orientations or this plane and all crazy orientations. They don't understand it. To them, it's magic. It's like it's something to fear because they don't understand it. It's what divides everything. It's because you're not like me. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's. It's like the caveman and fire, seeing fire. I don't know what that is. I'm fearing the fire. I don't know what that is. What is that round circle thing rolling down the hill? I don't understand it. (laughs) Just this. I picture the old, old plankers as cavemen. We didn't have those stupid round things back in my day. Yeah, we slid our shit around. (laughs) All we had was top forty radio. That's the way it was, and we liked it. And now you guys have top one hundred. What is that? (laughs) Yeah, I guess I guess the argument will continue. It will, and 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 that's not going to ever change because I think that's just humans, just the way we are. You know, in general, right? I'm not saying all of us are like that, but in the masses. Oh, one thing I want to kind of bring back up. um, I know. Is the uh, the Edgewater Air Park? Yeah. I know you're asking about like membership, if there's a cost and stuff. But there is one thing on the rules and regulation that says uh, safety is everyone's responsibility. A violation of these safety guidelines is grounds for termination of membership without a refund. So I okay. guess there is maybe a fee to okay. join. So maybe it's like a uh, yeah, like a club sort of thing. Yeah, club. right. Okay. Exactly, like a club. Mm-hmm. That's but, cool. But back to the old dairy bank. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, it, it is what it is, I guess. And, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, will we no, be like that? My my whole point was when the guy's sitting there and being like, talking about him out of control, my go-to has become, well, actually, he's very much in control or he would have crashed five seconds after taking off. So, yeah. I mean, that's just, and then walk away. Yep. like, <laughs> It'd be like, here, here's a little Oxy-3. Try flying it without a buddy box, without any help. You'll see what it, how <laughs> how inexperienced well, um, will make it. Yeah, most of these ground. guys are like, yeah, I, I tried helis and I just crashed. They're too hard for me. Or, mm-hmm. that's, but, that's well, maybe that has excuse. something to do with it, too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. too hard for them, so they don't like it. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit of, kind of not jealousy, but sort of. Yeah. Right, like they're, they see this kid who can very like excel very well with a, a an airplane or a helicopter, and then they see themselves like all I can do is pattern, and you know maybe I'm jealous and I'm gonna hate on them. I don't know. Yeah, and we've run into those type of guys. They're loud and intimidating. The planes mm-hmm. are too. These big ass 3D planes are, are yeah. When they, rawr, 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 yeah. they do that, like the quick throttle I mean, and, got, and twist. You know they're twenty. Four twenty-six inch carbon fiber props, so mm-hmm. they're there's yeah. something I mean, to be respected that's there no as joke. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. It's no joke, and they spin really fast, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the RPMs are the direct drive right out of that motor. They're pulling a lot of RPMs, a so. lot of weight too. A lot of weight, plane. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, you know, I mean, some can argue, oh, you got 700 size heli, that's a five foot rotor disc. Yeah, that thing is huge. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not to be, it's not to be messed around with either, but, yep. you know. No, oh, I'm just saying that they're, they're more similar than different. Yes. Uh, as far yes. as the, the 3D helis versus 3D planes. Yes. And even a people, right? You, you're a big, um, I, I don't know, not spokesperson for, but, a navigate, I guess, right? Like the the 3D RC heli hardcore guys are very similar to yes. the 3D, mm-hmm. you know, airplane guys. Yep. They just fly different. They just have a different platform, but they very they kind of they're very similar in people, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. What else do we have for news and announcements? Well, I saw uh, a post here about some new upgraded or different parts for the XL Power, the Spectre. Uh huh. Uh, got some new, they call them main rotor arm, main rotor holder arm. It's pit, the pitch arm. Whatever. Yeah, your pitch arms, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's an F3C version, which uh, I guess I should explain. The the XO, the Spectre, whatever the hell we decide to call it, has two holes for the ball link that goes to, for the pitch. It has an inner and an mm-hmm. outer. So, like, where the, I think the Kraken has two different arms. Is that right, Steve? Yep. So you can yeah, get the 30 a and the 26. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the same setup. It's just you can move the ball link and get yes. more or less throw. Well, they have an F3C arm where the inner hole is the same as the outer hole on the stock. And then you have another outer hole, which will give you even more resolution and less throw. Nice. So for doing like F3C type stuff, you can get a little more resolution and mm-hmm. and finer control. So that's cool to see a a new 16 tooth tail pulley that has flanges on it. I guess maybe somebody's had a problem with the belt jumping off the pulley. Okay. So they put a different pulley to address that, and then a new belt tensioner. Um, which is the idler pulleys for the belt. It's not really a tensioner, but it's uh, just a different, made a little different, a little stronger. And they said uh, be at dealers soon. So if you have an nice. XL Power Spectre 700 and you're interested in any of that, check it out. Awesome. I'm really happy to see those F3C arms. That would be cool. I like the idea that you have also the flexibility of having one set of arms and have two different, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, options, basically. Right, because, I mean, in, well, I mean, I guess it's no problem to change the arm. I was going to say in two seconds you can change the ball and test it out and get a different mm-hmm. feel. Yeah, but, like, I mean, to buy arms or just to come with them, it's it's kind of nice. Uh, they give you that option of flexibility right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Because the standard arms have the same two-hole design too, right? Correct, correct. It's just, just in so, or in more, so it's like either in or really in, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The the inner hole on the new arm is the same as the outer hole right, on the right. stock. So I'm using the outer hole <clears> now. <throat> I could put the new arm on and use the inner hole, and it'd be the same. And then if I wanted to try, if I, you know, then I could move it to the outer hole and get even more resolution for F3C stuff or precision aerobatics type. Very nice. 
So that's cool. Check that out. And I'm going to jump the gun just a little bit because we got a message okay. on our Facebook about this fun fly. So I wanted to go ahead and mention it. Yeah, do want to apologize. Though. Yeah, I think it was Gregory uh, Sullivan sent put okay. a yep. what do they call that a visitor post on our Facebook page. Yeah, I hate how Facebook yeah, does that. Uh, unless you actually click on visitor post, you we don't really see those, mm-hmm. and that's just on us yeah. for forgetting to check that. But uh, yeah, Gregory. Uh, shared a link from my buddy Donnie Pesci, one of my teammates, uh, for Mm -hmm. Hilly's Buzzing the Border, number nine. This is uh, September 19th and 22nd in San Diego, California. Helicopter event. San Diego. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk about some good weather there, man. Yeah. Yeah, year-round. Yep. Be really nice in September. Yeah, because in September, I mean, obviously it's not going to be too hot, but it doesn't also get exactly. too cold at night, yeah. which is the key. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking it'd be less hot late in late September, but I don't think it ever gets mm-hmm. that cold. So no, it's like well, I think it gets like 50s in the winter time. You know, maybe 40, like high. No, so I don't like, think it gets that long, cold, man. Long no, sleeve weather. Definitely, definitely does. <laughs> no, I think San, I think San Diego, it, it, it ranges from like. You know, it goes down about 60, and that's about yeah. it. It's like it's kind of like southern yeah. Florida. Nice. Yep. So long sleeve versus T-shirt. You don't even yeah. need to, you, They don't even own jackets up there. No. Yeah. No, I, I did look them up. San Diego does in the wintertime get to like 49, 50s. Oh, wow, that's freezing. Oh, that's, that's on the, crap. On what, the side you, what side are you looking at? That's garbage. That's, That's fake news. You and your fake news. Four days of RC Heli fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Night flying Friday and Saturday. Raffle prizes. Food available Friday and Saturday. RV parking available. $35 registration fee for you pilots. Uh, more information. www.fakenews.com <laughs> I mean... <laughs> www.cvmrcc.com or contact Don Pesci. That's Joe's uh, Joe's brother. Joe Pesci's brother. Um, and I guess we could read out his uh, AOL. It's uh, P-E-T-S-C-H 3471 at AOL.com. Wow, someone still has an AOL email. Yeah. Good job. He's keeping them in business. <laughs> Bring your AMA membership how, how does he have that? Isn't Donnie like 18 or something? I thought AOL was out of business before he was born. Maybe. Is, is he a junior, maybe? Maybe, maybe he found one dad. of those old CDs in the garbage and <laughs> popped it in and was like, You've got Shit. mail. No, that's, free email. That's, that's a prodigy. prodigy. Prodigy used to give out tons of those CDs, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, sorry we missed that, Greg. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that at least we didn't... Um, Missed the event, yeah, like, you yeah, know. Right, right. Like, yeah. like, oh crap! It was Wanted last to tell week. everybody to come, yeah. and it was uh, this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> awesome. Yep. That's all I got so far. All right. <laughs> so far, like I'm gonna well, come up with more. I, dude, I got one more What's announcement. That? Go to Rochester this weekend. Is that this? You're weekend? not there already. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Do it. 
It is. It's this weekend. Yes. The Rams RC Field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know our friend Scott Graham has already left, I think. Or, really? Or is leaving soon, like tomorrow or something like that. But I know his car is all packed up because I saw a post on that. And I was like, yeah. He made this mounting thing for his trunk to mount all the helicopters. Oh, right. Like, Dude, that looks great. And I can't wait to see him out there. So, yeah, no. Yeah, it's Steve, it's almost like all five helicopters are just hovering in the back yeah. of his. Yeah, a lot of people. Vehicle. I mean, that's that's a. It's not a new design by any means, but um, a lot of people have done that, and I really want to make something like that. But it's just a whole like. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I've wanted to make something like that for Jeep, but Jeep's so small. I know. Yeah, like yours. I don't know, but like even for mine, I think there's not enough room from the um, the seat height to like the roof to really do that. But I mean, maybe I could. Yeah, I, I kind of have a process or a way I put all my helis in my car now. That oh, seems to work pretty well. But around um, and throw them in there. Yeah, it works I, well. I permanently have like four or five moving blankets in my car just for that. That and a, a yoga mat for like a non-slip, the foam yoga mats. Casey st- wants to do yoga. I stole it from my wife. <laughs> I said yoga, not yoga. <laughs> Yoder? Uh, I said yoga. Yogurt? No, yogurt. Yogurt. Oh my god, my my coworker was like, "Yeah, but I I'm checking out this new yogurt place," and I was like, "Oh, Froyo? I love Froyo. Let's go." And they're like, "No, jeez, yoga. Like, what's, what's Froyo? Frozen yogurt? Yeah, they're probably like, what is that? No, so no, you, so these, kids, with some? these kids are all like half my age, and they all use words like cray cray and Froyo and whatever." Oh. Other oh boy. hipster terms, I guess. You'd fit right in, Kevin. I don't right. know if it's hipsters anymore. I don't even know if it's hipsters. I'd fit right in, wouldn't <laughs> I? Hey, tell that broad over there to let me borrow her. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm from HR. <laughs> nice to meet you, Kevin. Nice meet <laughs> Let's you. have a talk here. <laughs> All right. All right. What else do we got? Uh, oh, I just wanted to say that, again, that that's the 17th annual Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree. Up at the Mason Center Road, Mason, New York. Go to ramsrc.org for more info and have fun. Yeah. I'm curious how this event's going to go this year because I know it's good. I mean, it's going to be a lot of good people I know going up there from what I've from what I've confirmed of folks going up there. But I don't know. I think we might try to bring some spotlight flying up in uh, the Rochester. Oh, we'll boy. See. Yeah. I don't know if they're down with that because of the – Geotech runway. They're a little concerned. I don't know. See what, see what know. happens. Yeah. Fly out to the right. Exactly. The beans. Just stand on the runway and fly. Yeah, there you go. Past it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait. Um, this year's going to be uh, quite interesting for me because I'm renting a trailer to tow all my crap up with me. Oh, are you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a little 5x8 and... Loaded all up with my RC stuff, generator, table, seat, you know, chairs and all that stuff. Uh, so that way, you know, I have room for my family. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Which is really funny because my wife's like, ah, oh, you're spending a lot of money for Rochester this year, huh? I'm like, yeah, not much more than any other year. Well, she's like, well, because we're coming, you know, you got to rent a trailer. We got to put Max in, you know, the uh, kennel. Right. And, you know, like that alone is going to cost me like $600. And that's not including the gas and the time to go up there and all this stuff, you know. Just, uh, 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. You know, this is an event I actually like to go with my family. So I, yeah. I don't. I don't look at the money and be like, "Damn, you know, I'm spending all this money." I'm just like, "Yeah, whatever." Easy come, easy go. Yeah. No, it's a good event for family. It's. Uh, I'm. I'm sad. I'm missing it this year. Yeah. I'm sure the event will miss you too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, move it on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for you, Andy? Um. Um is not an answer. Um, Sorry, I've been watching uh, too much Judge um, Judy. No, I don't know what's next for me. Probably not too much because I got to start actually doing work now. It's that time of year. Oh, is it? Oh, right. I got to quit screwing around and get ready for harvest. How long does it take you to harvest, like, your whole field, like all of it? It depends on the weather. It could take a month or it could take four months. Wow. Yeah. Like, if you had just perfect weather for a full month straight, I mean, obviously that doesn't happen. But, you know, if you did get that, you'd be able to just eight, ten hours a day just bang it all out, like get it all done in a month? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Is it more than just harvesting? Like, you know, because you're putting stuff in silos and stuff, right? Well, that's the other thing, the logistics of it. So if I have a really good yield, which is good, then I can't hardly (laughs) hold every bit of, the crop so i have to haul something yeah. out as we're doing it so sometimes you can lose a day or two here and day or two there and it's almost mm. never you get a solid month of good weather so yeah it's probably only actually i'm gonna say like two weeks worth of actual harvest days mm-hmm. but then with rain and other stuff you just you end up spreading those out over like a month and a half two months usually average so fall mowdown is definitely out for you? Yeah, unless it rains here. Unless, if unless it rains it's here yeah, and right. I can go, I might come up for, probably like I did for spring fling, like come up Friday or something, Friday evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, Hell Extravaganza is in a few weeks here in South Carolina. I'd really love to go to that because it's only three hours from me. Nice. Uh, but again... It's kind of toward the end of September, so I don't mm-hmm. know. It's right after Nall in the fall, whenever that is. It's in the fall. It's October. Okay, October. I'll be down there for Nall in the fall from, I think, like the 27th through the 4th, so it's right okay. after that. I was thinking about going back down that Friday. Shit, you'll just stay the whole time. <laughs> you'll have to get you a, uh, just leave your RV down there and, Get you a little car and drive it home and work and then go back. Yeah. Nice. So a whole lot of nothing for me, most likely. I'm going to try to fly a little bit more. I may try to start flying this Oxy-4 more, just in between here and there, around the shop or something. Just get some more stick time. i kind of been... Yeah. i kind of been, uh, I don't know, lackadaisical. Uh, i kind of been not flying much. I don't have a really good excuse other than I'm just not been doing it. So I need to go back to cranking out four or five flights a day, even on something like a 380, just to, yeah, you know, keep kind of pushing forward a little bit. Yeah. Do it. What about you guys? Um, I mean, I guess I'll go. Yeah. Picking up the, the trailer on Thursday, I have Thursday and Friday off. Um, pick up the trailer, drop off the dog on Thursday, pack up the 
the trailer, pack my luggage and everything, and pack up the family, get them all loaded in the car, and make my way up uh, Friday early morning to Rochester. And then, yeah, do uh, two days at Rochester, and then a day in Canada, and then I'm back, you know, then one more, like, overnight in Rochester, and then drive home the next day. So, drive home Monday, and then, yeah, start that all, you know, drop off everything, unload everything, just revert, reverse everything I did on the way up, you know, basically. You so. said you were going to put Max in the kennel for a split second. I thought you were talking about your son. I was like, well, shit, that's one way to get a babysitter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, probably, uh, probably better, uh, better babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that's pretty much my the next, uh, next four days or go, or five days. Nice. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Yeah, I think I'm going to try and get out locally to fly or maybe go down to our field if I can. Yeah, I think they're doing an event, right? Uh, like a, some type of... I think they're event. doing a jet event, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll jet down to my local field and get some flights in. Because there's a few things I still want to do um, landscaping-wise around my house, so I might be doing some of that. You know? That's about it. And working, oh. probably. Oh. What about you, George? Got a couple of pre-wing F-18s I need to get put together. I've been slacking on since I kind of got distracted with the helicopters. <laughs> and nice. I, want to, I want to learn these uh, these acts on uh, FLBs more. Get in there and, and uh, learn that more. Big Sikorsky, it's got the uh, 3X in it, so I'm going to take it out. But 3X? Yeah. Bavarian Demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the predecessor that, uh, to Axon. Yeah, the older, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, th- the actually the three X is still current. The three SX was like the Axon that had rescue and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The three X is really more of a three D type controller, I think. I think they all yeah, can. Yeah, I mean, I, but I know everything is a very. I think Axon is just the they newest, newer one. It's got Jetty integration and all that stuff that the three X doesn't mm-hmm. have. Yeah, well, that's one thing good about Bavarian Demon. I think it's part of, like, their, I guess, by design. Like, they make it so you can, like, kind of really customize it for scale, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, is it Manny who flies that? Danny. Um, Danny, Danny Melnick, right? Yeah, who flies, I don't even know, what, what is that, um, a Chinook? Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, double rotor Chinook, and he flies with uh, Bavarian Demon in there, and they had to like load, you know, special firmware to handle the two rotors and everything. But right. yeah, it flew solid. Like you couldn't even tell. It was yeah, great. I see them. Uh, I, I think they're very popular in scale and speed. I see a lot of them in speed helis. Yeah. yeah. But then you know, working on the the uh, H34 and getting the the Shikorsky, getting the, everything set up in it and get everything working good and have. Have Andy or somebody come and check it out really good. You gonna uh-huh. let me fly it? Probably. <laughs> I'd be I'd be afraid to. <laughs> yeah. I'll hold it I'll hold it in my arms and just let you spin okay. it up. How's Will that? you run around, make sounds? Yeah. Well it's got a sound okay. system. Yeah, you don't even need to run it up. Just, you can just push it you can push it up yeah. and down the runway. Andy, yeah. just hover that bad boy like a foot off the ground, man. Take it one step at a time. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. 
That's what I now, do. One of the funnest things in one of those videos, he he was taxiing it. It's got this bit, this yeah, big pneumatic oh, tire, so you can just uh, give a little bit of forward so- cyclic and roll it all around the place. Because yeah, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I like I like when he backed uh-huh. it up, and then he, I thought he was going to pirouette there on one wheel. He almost did. He was just kind of running along mm-hmm. on that left wheel. Yeah, yeah, watching that video, I was yeah. thinking, you know, it'd be cool to do touch and goes with that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> touch and sure. goes. So then after that, I guess uh got maybe a week or so to kind of regroup and get ready for now in the fall. Be down there helping motion. Steve Hodges and I will be down there in probably about eight days. Then after that, skip a few days and maybe go back down on Friday for the, the heli event down there. And then it's not this coming weekend, but the next they have the uh, scale deal down in Dalton, Georgia. What, what's that called? Uh, he told yeah. me, is that, uh, does Daryl do that or somebody else? Yeah, Darryl that's Daryl. Yeah, Sprayberry's I don't down there. remember the name of that. Southern something. But I think I'm going to ride down there. Steve and I are going oh, to go down. Cool. Steve Hodges. I'm going to go down next Saturday morning early. Try not to buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you guys got a lot of events, cool events down that way. Yeah. Then, then towards, I guess, the third week, around the 22nd of October, we're going to have our, haven't even got it on the calendar yet, but uh, we're going to have our fall flying in. Nice. Let's see. It'd probably be around the 25th, 26th, 27th. Yeah. Southern cool. Scale Helicopter Challenge. That's it. September 5th through the 7th. You guys will be bored to death. Is it a hovering challenge? What's the challenge? I don't know. Just scale. Be bored. Oh. Scale flight. Scale helis. No, I love that stuff, man. Oh, really? Cool. Kevin's got a scale heli. Don't you? Yeah, 450. Yep. Well, it's almost com- it's almost completely hobby king. It's a uh, MD 500. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's almost all hobby king. Even the no, I don't know. I don't remember where I got the the body from. I thought it was hobby it looks, king, but it looks like an alarm to me. Yeah, I don't remember where I got it. <laughs> you know, I really didn't care for the the fuselage and boom on. A lot of the 3D helicopters until like the goblins and the krakens and all this stuff started coming out. And I guess the oxys, mm-hmm. like the speed. And I just like that whole, you know, fuselage look to it. Just looks sleek. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, nowadays you can take an oxy, uh, four and stuff it into a scale fuselage. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was uh, have, looking. have quite the re- reliable little, you know, scale bird. Oh yeah, I was looking at that uh, that new heli that Andy's got, and it would really be easy to put in the body. The way the top yeah, part is that simple. yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the top part comes loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a two-piece frame, so everything's mounted mm-hmm. that upper frame. You could stick it in. Yeah, you could stick it in a fuselage pretty easy. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Hey, there's that guy. Um Roman, I forgot his last name, but um, he's from Canada. He puts goblins in scale fuselages all the time, 
And, you know, I asked him, like, how do you do it? He's like, I just put the hotel room and everything oh. right in. <laughs> and he, yeah, he fits it in, yeah. you know? Yeah, so pretty pretty insane. Like, and it looks good. looks real good. But cool. All right, shall we do the wrap-up? Sure. All right, so let's look at our Facebook likes. We are at 935 likes. I'm I'm guessing plus three. Who knows? I'm just gonna call out three names. Um, call them out. There. Yeah. John John Hannibal Smith, Mad Doc Murdoch, and B. A. Baracus. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the real names are uh, Darren, <laughs> uh, Anthony, uh, and another Darren. Uh, let's see. How do I say this last name? Ferrante and Anthony Quinn. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. And I think Rob Cole uh, liked us and unliked us and now liked us again. So maybe, maybe he um, forgave me for my F3C comments. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, all right. Uh, website comments. Actually, no. Sorry. Facebook comments. What do we have for Facebook comments? Facebook comments. Uh-huh. I had them up here, but I've been searching for so many other things. Uh, well, we got some comments on Andy's video from the Cherokee RC Flyers. Helly Man says, I need to come next year. I live in Morriston. My younger days it would be nice to come home. Nice. Ray the Bacon Bacon said, you have gotten pretty good riding that thing. Imagine if you had a gimbal for the camera. I don't know what he means by that. Oh, I was riding the one wheel down the field. Oh, nice. Steve Wattenberg says, wait, Andy, you were on camera for all of 20 seconds. And Andy said, Steve, any more than that? And the camera will shut down. Yep. I'm like, Kevin, got a face for radio. Yeah. (laughs) And on Steve's video of Edmund, (laughs) we had a few comments. I really am such a dick. I forgot I put that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, your comment. Yeah. yeah. Um, Frank (laughs) Mordillo says, hey, I love your hovering. And Andy Ross says, walk smoother. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> well, I just turn, turn it on, and Steve's going through the field, and it's just bouncity, 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 bouncity. I'm like, damn, I can't see anything. I'm walking walk here. I'm walking. I don't have no hey, gimbal, nothing. I'm walking here. <laughs> Boy, we got some comments on our last podcast, who convert or not to convert. Michael... Rosnick said, great episode. Don't forget scale fuselage and multiple yes. versions as well. Yeah, That's true. Totally, yeah. Real, totally forgot yeah, about that. Totally did. In many cases, the stretch kits are great to use uh, in a scale conversion to minimize the size of the mechanics in a big heli. And, yeah. Uh, Steve, is, did, did you answer him? Yeah. That was- uh, you said, Mike, yeah, right. We didn't even go into the scale conversions. That's a whole other world in conversions. Mike Lance, some bitch said, um, <laughs> "Look forward to listening." Gregory Sullivan said, "I post up a fun fly on there." Butch Capara says, "Listening at the moment." Wesley D. Pennypacker <laughs> said, <is> awesome. <laughs> "Listening while waiting to get a haircut," and he said, "This is the free fall crew in the Simpsons world as <laughs> men." Excellent, that's funny. <laughs> and then this is the free fall crew in the Simpsons world post conversion. <laughs> That's <laughs> <It's> women. <laughs> That's funny. And I wrote, "Dude, I hate purple on me." Cha. Cha. Um, 
uh, Gregory Sullivan said, why don't you check your visitors post? We already went into that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he also said, I think it's just hard to find. It was just uh, that he was listening to the show, waiting to hear us talk about his event. Um, but we got it. We got it in this time. Yep. So yep. thanks, everybody, for commenting. All right. Thanks, everyone. Website comments. What do we got for website, website comments? Do we have any? Uh, okay. So we have an email from Javier. Saying mods episode, I'm guessing the conversion one. A uh, few lines about the episode, man. You, you're getting close to 200. Amazing. Uh, that was a good bit, good bit of research figuring out all the mods. As you know, I'm nowhere near interested in any fuel helis, but surely for people who want to try it out, it's great info. Good use, squeeze and stretch kits discussions, or we've been hard one to swallow. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see, I want to comment a minute more about some sims, downloadable sims, probably use uh, Accuracy, to me, far none the best of them. Uh, constantly getting updates, and... He yeah, talks about Next. Yeah, he talks about Next, and he says, this was his sim choice for a good while after HeliX. He had problems with HeliX, was the graphics, seems to be higher and PC to look good, so... It's easy for him to lose orientation. And then feels like his ear or more video game-ish. It kind of goes on about it. I don't understand. Ended up finding out a pro pilot uses next, that he's amazing. I mean, they're amazing no matter what sim they use. Uh, HeliX was his first real sim started, um, where he started working on that Archimage, Archmage AU training guide. Hopefully, you will use YouTube as a social media content delivery platform instead of using fake <clears throat> book <clears throat> thing for New Jersey model helicopter jabbery. You should put it uh, all on Facebook now. No, it's it's all <sighs> going to be on Facebook. Yeah. I just – you know what? I don't like YouTube because of – I mean I don't like Facebook from this too, but I feel like Facebook does a little bit less. It's the whole like I'm going to just – Cut your audio out because you have a song playing in a background in an open field. Like, I find yeah. that just to be unacceptable. That, you know, just because a, a song is playing in the radio, which is broadcast, right? Mm-hmm. Already being broadcast, that I can't, oh, like, it's a problem having music on my video. And it's not like we're making any monetization or money off of it. So for them to, like, nope, we're going to cut that audio out. Or I always get the, you know, warning your video has copyrighted music, but we were not going to do anything. We're just letting you know that we'll be placing ads in that will be that the ad money will go to the original music company, which that part I'm actually OK with. I don't really care, but I do care that they're putting ads yeah, in my video, but I don't care where the money annoying. goes. You know, yeah, it's super annoying, but sure, whatever. I mean, you know, as long as you get to skip it after five seconds, I'm, I'm a little less, you know, about that, but Facebook is not as aggressive with that algorithm. So I feel like Facebook is the far superior platform for Facebook or for live video sharing on events and stuff like that. Now, if we're doing some like Q and A stuff, we'll put it on both platforms. That that I'm okay with that, but it's a little bit, you know, I just hate it. It's like I'm walking around interviewing people, and all of a sudden my video gets audio gets cut out because. Some random song that's copyrighted comes on the on the PA system there, so yeah, yeah. So that's my two cents about that. Um, cool. What else do we have next? Anything else? I think that was it this week. 
Yep. Yeah, we're That's pretty it. light on that. Okay, uh, let's see here. People of Podbean. People of Podbean. We had a few likes and uh, follows. AZ3737 started following us. Helly Fun liked episode 188. Did you happen to leave a comment? Mike Welch and Jay Partridge both liked episode 189, to convert or not to convert. And PBGB2EFD39 liked episode 178, review series Mikado V-Control Touch. I got a a lot of good positive reviews about that because I was honest. I didn't just, you know, do a fluff piece on the V-Control. And I was honest about the stuff that I didn't like about it. I think so. you should be honest. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do a review, you're going to do a yeah, review. Absolutely. You know? Not 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 to talk shit, but, you know, from what I hear, you read the AMA reviews, you'll never find anything wrong with anything. Ever. Yeah. 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 You gave it, you know, put it through its paces and you had the other one to compare it to. So definitely yeah. was a good episode. We yeah. got to do some more of that. Yeah. I think we're going to have uh, hopefully an XL Power one soon yeah maybe in a couple of weeks get you a little flying that a little bit more whenever i get off my ass and finish writing it we'll get it mm-hmm. <laughs> all right <laughs> nice is that all we have for the likes so i can go into the comments go into the comments okay so four days ago jay partridge says in response to episode 189 outtakes bruce jenner converted and the R- heli rc world tanked do you really think steve would have the opposite effect yes hmm there's only one way to find out. Yep. We'll was see. it or was it Bruce Jenner? Yeah. I'm I'm still thinking it was Sonny Bono after he died. Just everything went to shit. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jared four four five four three days ago says I want to thank Andy. Every time I see someone throughout the day, I ins- insistently say Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. You know, I should just speak about that real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't come up with that, obviously. That's from uh, the Larry Sanders show, from Gary Shandling. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the guy Hank, Jeffrey Tambor, said it. But then it really got popular with uh, Howard Stern. They say it yeah. all the time. So I was like, well, it's a little bit of an homage to Gary Shandling because I liked him. And a kind of a wink, wink, nod, nod to any Stern fans out there. So, hey mm-hmm. now. Hey now. Hey now. All so you right. put your spin on it. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want somebody to think I come up with that because I didn't. No, I hear you. It's just a good thing to say. Hey now. Oh, I hear you. Oh, hey now. <laughs> All right. So our favorite commenter has left a comment. So two days ago, Gray Eagle Jr. Transformation of many things. Example of said, if a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, why can't my stick mover become the Stacy that goes by Kyle? (laughs) (laughs) Why is Nitro not a crypto of currency for trading? It can transform many things like collective. The juice of magic becomes wallet babies always. Incon... Oh, crap. Incon... Continuity? No. Continually? Yeah. And continually, the brain transforms that makes outside great again is this of Twirly Birdie. 
Oni Hummingbirds on crack will TikTok greatness into your soul. Yep. All right. Hey now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Thanks. Uh, Great Eagle Jr. <sighs> All right. Uh, do we have iTunes review? We have nothing new on iTunes. No new iTunes review. <clears throat> nope. Okay, then. Alrighty then. Uh, I want to give a special thanks to George for taking time to come on our show. Thanks, hey, George. My honor, guys. Had a, had a ball. I was expecting you to hear some snoring there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, really appreciate it. All uh, right. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rc podcast.show. Say right. hi to Chris Reiber. Hi, Chris. Say hi to him in person. Yeah, you should say hi to him in person. This weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, flight test forum, off the field audio and video production. Other than flight test podcast, free4rc podcast. Say hi to our, our forum manager, I guess. Yeah, we'll call him forum manager. Um, David Hill. Totally. Hi, David Hill. Hill the Flyer. <laughs> and what was the other guy? Lucky Joe, Lucky Dog? I don't know. Rob Roy? I don't know what, what his name was. I had too many Lucky Dogs and Rob Roy's this weekend, so mm-hmm. sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> Rusty something or something. Rusty Nail? Yeah, I had one of those too. <laughs> uh, all right. Fellow podcasters, give them a listen. Check them out. RC Heli Hooligans, which I think we're dropping them. Uh, Telerotor Podcast. Grumpy Mega and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. BKRC Podcast. Kyle and Bert. RC Roundtable. With Fitzterian Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, high Voltage. With Bobby Watts. And make sure you check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Even higher voltage, Bill Ann YouTube. Oh, oh. yeah um yeah check out his videos he has this whole like the art of rc helicopters it just i don't know he does a really good job and he's working hard on it so please support him Uh, all right cool thanks to our listeners free our skies and we'll see you next time see ya be nice bye now Be excellent to each other. What are you, Bill and Ted? (laughs) I gotta tell you, dude, I went to Bill Ann's YouTube channel and I was watching some guys fly helicopters. And I was thinking, I could try a little bit of that. I gotta tell you, dude, I went to Bill Ann's YouTube channel and I was watching some guys fly helicopters and i was thinking i gotta try a little bit of that in the sim and nice. so i so i was slowing it down and i was trying it in the sim nice yeah then after about 20 minutes i got so mad i threw my radio through the window <laughs> nice. i still couldn't do <laughs> smashed it smashed the computer <laughs> through the radio smashed the computer Fuck everything now i gotta put an amazon order in wait till i see bill <laughs> can't wait to thank him for starting up the youtube channel you're going to smash another phone nice. into his head. I'm going to smash Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was yeah. balsa. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that was a gasser. 
Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have Andy. Hey, now. And also, we have back on the show, Tired Iron George Baker. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, uh, this is... What happened to George's audio? I don't know. It got low. Where'd you go? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you kind of ducked out there for a little bit. Right, let's try it again then. All right. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, <coughs> shall we get started then? We shall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right here we go do then. That? How did I do what? No, what? Steve, I've been trying to do that for five minutes. Couldn't figure out how. Oh, I don't know. Just hit enter and, and like go up and delete it or whatever. Well, every time I would delete it. Oh, I don't have a delete button. That's the problem. Never mind. Oh. Hmm. What do you want? A notebook? What do you mean you don't have a delete button? Yeah, I'm on an iPad. iPad, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Just curious. Yeah. I can Val- feel Val- I can Val- feel the judgment from here. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't want to say it. But... <laughs> Doesn't the iPad still have a delete button? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. Does your iPhone have a delete button? It's, is it like a backspace or is it actually a delete? It's just backspace. The same keypad. Yeah. Uh. All right. Anyways, who cares? Let's start with this. 